Ah, yeah. Here we go. The weekend is nigh. We are nose to nose, everybody. T-Row in the morning showtime, brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, XOE. I couldn't help it yesterday, Teach. I'm going to be honest with you. I mowed the yard. I couldn't help it. It did not need it. Ah, this is a stray piece of grass here or there that was a little longer than the others, and I was like, that's a good enough reason. So, uh... Boarded the bad boy yesterday and uh, mowed the yard. Man, did that feel good. Was this out of panic that if you waited another couple of weeks, you may not remember what they told you on how to use the mower? Good point. Good point. (laughs) Keep it fresh in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. I got out there. uh, I had to show Jenny how to use it. And then she rolled around a little bit. And then I thought, well, you know. I probably ought to remind myself how to use it. So I dropped the blade and got after it for a while. Man, I turned my hat around backwards. Ah, I could see the other neighbors behind their windows going, God, that guy's a bad boy. So anyway, it's exciting. You can get yours at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Hey, Teach, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? You seem a little quiet early in the show. Is everything okay? That's the first thing you've asked me, so I didn't know I was being quiet. I'm perfectly fine now. Great. Yeah? Good Thursday? Uh, Yeah. Nothing uh, to report about. Just, uh, well, just listened to you and uh, Blake Brewster last night. How about that? Yeah. The Brew. Blake Brewster. So did you come out to the game and support the guys for a little bit? Um, no, no, my kid decided at five something that he was going down to the neighbors to swim. So he was at a swimming pool. I said, all right, well, go swimming. Good luck with that. It's April. Yeah. What does that have to do with the question on the table? Well, because he chose to go swimming and go down to his friends to go swimming rather than head to the game. So. Yeah. And you have to be where your son is. Well, I am responsible for him, so yes. Well, he was at a friend's house, right? Yes, but I wasn't going to then call down and say, hey, you guys go ahead and watch him for the next three hours so that I right. can go to the baseball game while he's at your pool. Wasn't huh. really, wasn't really what I was going to do there, but, you know, I guess I could have. Interesting. All right, noted, noted. Yeah. yeah. I listened right. to you. I listened to every TJ bit of it. stayed home Yeah, again. listened to every bit of okay. it. Oh, boy. Swimming, huh? It's swimming time. Well, they thought it was. Oh, boy. They, they only lasted uh, a little before seven or so, about an hour, maybe an hour, a little over an hour. And he came in just, uh, that water is not 80 degrees. I said, I tried <laughs> to tell you. They said it was 80. I'm like, well, it's April, so it's going to feel a little different. That's funny. Life's full of disappointments, kid. That's true. Welcome to your first one. Get used to it. Yeah, I guess so. Welcome to your first (laughs) one. Hey, it's good to see that chlorine's back, by the way. I did stop by the pool store yesterday. I ordered something about, let's see. I mean, it would have been middle of the summer last year. 
that just arrived. And uh, so I had to go pick it up yesterday, apart for my my cement pond. Uh, and when I walked in, there's like just stacks and stacks of chlorine everywhere. And last year there was a worldwide chlorine shortage. So I was like, hey, look at us. We're back. The planet must be back because there are stacks and stacks of chlorine again. So I that's a step that. in the right I direction. No, there was teach. a chlorine so- uh, shortage last oh, year. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I just didn't know that. Do you remember the uh, Cabbage Patch dolls? Yes. Pool stores last year were very much like that. Anytime they would put out any kind of chlorine, people would just fist fight over it because you couldn't find it. You couldn't find it anywhere. And uh, so it's good to see that we're uh, whatever factory burned down, wherever or whatever happened, pandemic-related, is back up and operational. Isn't it amazing? Like the things we're out of. Like I cannot get the uh my cushion for my seat bath like the the part that goes over my face yeah i typically had always ordered that from amazon got it for anywhere from 22 to 25 bucks each is about what they run now it's impossible to find them and when you do i just when you were talking about that i said i wonder what they're running right now went to uh, amazon um uh, as i said i paid typically anywhere in the range of 22 to 25 for them now they're running a hot 59 dollars so does that wear out? Yeah, I only get like uh, uh, with the style I use. If I get a month and a half, two months, I'm it's good. Why does it wear out? Well, because like the inside part of mine that goes that connects to my face is memory foam. So the memory foam just eventually wears huh. out. Okay. And the, if you were even when you do the plastic ones, they last longer, uh, but they're only about you know. Five or six months, so you got to replace them. But now that. they're like gold, like you're saying with the chlorine. It's like yeah. fifty nine bucks a piece. It's I could have got three of them before all this hit. So. How are we doing on cars? Are we making cars again now? Uh, or, or, uh, I'm off and better? on, off and on. The chips are getting better, but it's just off and on. So no, hmm. uh, like used cars are still going for a fortune. So wow. Now it is weird. It is weird. You'll be like um, at a restaurant or something and say. I'll take a side of uh, broccoli with that, and the person will say, "You know what? There's a worldwide broccoli Oof. shortage. There's a right shortage now. on broccoli right now. We can't get it in. We have tried <laughs> and tried. Yeah, the factory that makes broccoli in China burned down, and we can't get it in right now. Wait, huh? <laughs> I think the chlorine was uh, was New Orleans, if I remember correct. There was some giant chlorine factory in New Orleans that makes seventy five percent of the world's chlorine, or something like that. Something weird." I was like, why is all this stuff like centralized in one location? Seems like we should do that better. I thought chlorine fire would smell fantastic too, don't you think? Oh that just made my stomach hurt. Yeah. Oh. No, anyway. it doesn't sound good at all. I'm glad your kid enjoyed a cold swim last night and you stayed home again away from the ballpark to uh support the Sooner baseball team, but at least you watched. At least you watch. I'm sure that'll make the guys feel. I'll tell them tonight when they ask. I'll say, hey, he watched. Look, I don't think he they're watched. worried about me. I don't think they're worried about me. They did just Well, I will tell you this. Night. I probably had somewhere between six and seven, somewhere in the, oh, more than five, less than ten. Players last night say, well, this is a different atmosphere. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you're going to have to supply your own energy tonight. Um with 55,000 people in the last, what was it, 
uh, nine games. And I, we might have had 55 total people there last night. There's a few more than that, not very many. So a little bit of a uh, Debbie Downer atmosphere-wise uh, coming back in front of the home crowd last night. So not exactly a statement made for uh, keeping games at home, I would say. The two home <laughs> games that they have had in this stretch have been in the last 10 games, the two home games have been, by about five or 6,000, the most poorly attended games of all of them. So uh, I don't think anybody over there is uh, regretting the decisions made. That's for sure. But they got to win. Sooner softball gets a win. Um, women's gymnastics into the Final Four yesterday. Very impressive performance by them in the semifinals. Men's gymnastics tonight in the semis. And then both, hopefully both, will take a run at a championship, a national championship on Saturday. What else you got going on, Teach? Anything else? Any news? No, nothing really to report to you. No. Um, I think Plank was really upset with me yesterday. Hopefully he's over that. Why? Uh, over the way I jumped him about the Dodger stuff. And he kind of went off on it on his show and was angry at me, and he went into some Dodger fan weird take. I, he got mad at Josh at one point because huh. he's like, I'm fine with it because Clayton Kershaw said he's fine with it. And Josh said, well, yeah, he's going to say that and protect his manager. Are you telling me Clayton Kershaw's a liar? Why would he lie about that, Josh? Josh huh. was like, well, because people kind of – not really a lie. They just protect their manager or their team or whatever the situation. They just kind of say what they're supposed to say there. And Chris got very angry. He had to like Clayton Kershaw was being 100% completely honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. I think he was. <laughs> no, he was not. No, no, I think he was. Um, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. I did uh, have a conversation with Skip and recorded it. Asked him if I could record it yesterday about this situation. And we'll play it for you. Um, and he and George combined have affected my thought a little bit on the situation. So well, we he and George and Chris Plank and everyone else is wrong. And I'll tell yeah, Skip no, he's wrong. Yeah, I know you will. I, I, and I, I, I also want to examine you a little bit today in this regard. Examine away. A, I'm right. I, I think it's a fascinating, um, um, psychological study. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think you might be right. Well, I know you're right for you. I know you're right for TJ. Whether you're right for Clayton Kershaw or not, I don't know. But uh, anyway, we'll Please play with Skip. refer to him as Mr. Glass. We do not refer to him as by his name anymore. Yeah. Now we're name-calling. Now we're name-calling. So uh, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> for a guy who really has a lot of opinions on baseball, you sure don't go to many baseball games. I know that. Is it easier to formulate it's the easier. opinions it's in the easier. Lazy Boy? Yeah, it is. There were some people there that had opinions last night. I heard them. I heard them. It was really easy to hear them last night up there. Uh, almost, You could hear almost every conversation there for a while, so that was a little uncomfortable. I need to do some voice identification, TJ. I need you to help me with some, know exactly like uh, when people yell things, who it is that's yelling. I was pretty sure I knew a couple of them. Um, they were coming across pretty good on the on the field, Mike. So who were they then? Well, I think at one point I don't remember if they even said anything bad. I remember saying, 
That sounded like Shep, but I wasn't sure if it. I mean, I'm not sure. It just sounds like it. So I yeah. don't even know if he was there. Who's um, the Shep guy? Um, have I met him before? I, I mean, I don't know who you met and who you haven't. I don't know. I would assume does that he you go have. to. Is he go to the pregame uh, cookouts and stuff over there? Yes, a lot of them. Okay. Where's a digi camo hat a lot when he's out there? Yeah, no idea. Yeah, you could hear Kurt. I think a couple of times. I didn't see Kurt there last night. Um, that's what I'm there? saying. A lot of them sound the same, so I wasn't sure who I was hearing. Glenn's the only one that stands out when he's. I didn't there. hear anything bad. There's no, yeah. there's no uh, accusations at all. Ah! I, didn't hear I just, just every once in a while, somebody will yell something, and I'm trying to identify who was that. The game's Glenn is there. You can definitely tell Glenn because Glenn's got his little things that he yells with the time and uh, one, one more, more time, one more time, one more time. One more time! <laughs> All right, 618 in the morning. We'll take a break. Uh, 405-329-9000 if you'd like to call in today. You could text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Toby and TJ with you on a Friday. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B. And I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row show. Norman Regional Hospital, the Healthplex, and specialized professionals all across the Norman and Moore area helping you with all of your health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let me hit this for the first text here. Hold on just a second. It's two years in a row we've got to play this. Or two days in a row, I should say. Wow. On the text line this morning, please help me wish my daughter Lily a happy ninth birthday today. She's in Mrs. Frazier's class at Valiant Elementary, a future OU cheerleader, and we're both up listening to Toby and TJ. Wow. Happy birthday, Lily. Happy birthday. Future OU cheerleader. Going to get it done right now in elementary school. That's good. That's good. That's a good thing. Happy birthday, Lily. Lily, I hope you get um I hope you get a brand new four wheeler today. How old is she? Nine. Oh, that's a little too young for a four-wheeler. She's probably asking for a new iPhone and Apple Watch combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's gotta keep up with her. I friends. hope you get that uh uh Harry Styles lunchbox you've been wanting. <laughs> Lily. Is that a thing? I don't know. Don't they all love Harry Styles at that age? <laughs> I don't have a nine-year-old daughter. I don't know. Yeah, I, I My kid right. couldn't spell Harry Styles, so I can't tell you. Your kid's got to get more in touch with society, dude. My kid is a hunting, fishing, four-wheeling, country music listening, baseball playing dude. That's what oh, he is. Yeah. And he's happy with it. He when, uh, At some point, he's going to discover that girls exist. And all that. Oh, he knows the girls the exist, dude. He's got girls around him, like uh, fawning over him, like that. That's there's no. no is he fawning over them? Um, I think no. he's more like Fonzie. Like he just slams his hand on the jukebox and they come running, and then it's like, all right, ladies, I've got things to do. I'm a baseball that's, player. That's what I'm saying. At some point, he's not going to have things to do. Right. Well, that, that, he'll get to that point. I mean, he's going to say he's eleven. You know what? <laughs> I don't know that. everything else in the world except for girls. Well, no, that day's coming, I know, but uh, right now, no. He would rather uh, tell the girl, uh, do you fish? All right, well, we'll go fishing. All right, let's go. 
Uh, let's see here. In the end, you have to make sure to mow your own lawn first, and you've got to make sure you own uh, your own house is in order first before you start to discuss what somebody else is doing or how they're doing it. Steve Sarkeesian's comments. <laughs> Comparing to Toby's neighbors mowing his lawn. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, let's see here. And the last one here is letting you know, Toby, the chlorine uh, shortage, the actual reason, reason for the shortage was they were using all the chlorine they could manufacture in New Orleans to try to clean up New Orleans. Of course, it didn't oh, work, on. and they finally gave up and distributed <laughs> it out now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, very good. Uh, 405-651-3439 if you'd like to call in. We have the NBA playoff final play-in games tonight. Atlanta at Cleveland is game one, 6.30 tonight. New Orleans at Clippers game two. Of course, uh, around here, that second game is the one of import. You want New Orleans to win tonight. It'll help the Thunder out with uh, draft picks. How's Luka looking? Is he going to be able to go tomorrow? Last report I saw, people did not expect him to play in game one. So, Mm. no, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'll... Uh, that's all I've seen is people speculating that, and then they did put out the video of him on an exercise bike, but that's low impact. So I, I didn't put anything into that. Like, okay, he's on a he's on an exercise bike. I don't know that that means he's playing in the game. So I don't know if they're, you know, they floated out there or it's floated out there that it's not as bad as they first thought. So it's it's mild, but I'm. I'm just I'm hoping that's the case. I'm a little worried he goes and tries to force something and either it, whatever it is, like he's not going to be up to Luka level and that's terrible after the surge that they've had in the second half. They've been one of the best teams in the NBA and surged up to get home court and so it's it's bad. Can they way. win this series without him? I think so. But it's a tough series, you know. That 4-5 matchup is a tough series. It's not like there's much gap and difference in between them and Utah, and they didn't pass Utah until, you know, week, week and a half ago for that four spot. So I, I they're the better team, but they're the better team with Luka, so I don't know if they can win without Luka. I'll, I'll say I, I'm <sighs> 60% sure they could beat Utah without him, but I'm not willing to put a lot on it. Man, that stinks. It does Last stink. game of the season. It does stink. And, and and a game you were up big, and man, he shouldn't have been in there pitching that inning. I mean, he really shouldn't have. You gotta you gotta uh fire the coach, don't you? I mean that's a that's a decision that changes the entire course of the season. Yes, and see, and that would have changed the course of my thinking with Clayton Kershaw. I don't know what you're I'm trying to get what, what Well what I'm saying there? is Yes, I agree with you. you. You need to take him out of the game there, the last game of the season. Had that been a game in December, I would have been like, man, how's Jason Kidd to know, you know? if Are you completely eaten up with Clayton Kershaw I, right I now? I am. Is that all I you am. can think about? I, it is. It is. It consumed me yesterday. Okay, so your opinion is that Clayton Kershaw should have stayed in the game and gone for the perfect game? 100%. And okay. I won't, Does I everybody won't... understand that TJ believes yeah. Clayton Kershaw should have stayed in the saying, game? I'm just saying it's it's a comparable thing. Like, that was the last game of the year, and um, unfortunate. And it's it may affect their whole season. So, 
Yeah, he may be out of the playoffs. I saw you took a shot at uh, Dave Roberts last night. Well, Dave Roberts the, uh, is an idiot, and he's one of the worst Mookie managers uh, in, the lineup in baseball. Like that. Um, yeah, oh, Parker Thune from Steely and Thune at noon. Uh, also a Dodgers fan, apparently. I did not know this till yesterday. Huh, I did not know I, that I have either. no idea why he's a Dodgers fan. Well, he's a uh, Tampa Bay Dodgers. I don't know if he's got an NBA team. Is he one of these front-runner guys? That well, I'll give him credit. He was good. Tampa Bay supposedly before Brady got there, so hmm. I don't know I how that happened. I don't know how that happened, but I'm sure he's got some reason. I don't know the background of where Parker's lived and all that kind of stuff. So uh, Anyway, he was ranting and raving yesterday and um, saying that he was done with Dave Roberts and uh, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Didn't they just win the World Series? No. Yes, but no. I mean, they claim it. and You know, the Lakers and Dodgers claim that year, but everybody really knows it's not a legitimate Oh, because it was the it, it was, was the 2020. Season. Yeah, it was a shortened season. Well, didn't they win it before that? Um, No, no. That was the first one in a while. That was, yeah. 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but he was, he was on your side. You definitely got a friend in Parker Thune. He was... It's the, only Just friend, a, it's the only friend you ever knew in life, Parker Thune. A, he was absolutely aghast at the decision that was made by <laughs> Dave Roberts. Just he broke every rule of baseball and should be fired immediately and all that kind of stuff. So, um, uh, well, well, let's get into it. Uh, I don't disagree with you. I do want to play what Skip had to say because I think it is. It's not necessarily an adamant, uh, contrarian opinion at all. But he brings an interesting perspective uh, from someone who knows Clayton very well. And uh, we'll, we'll let you get out your frustration because I can tell you need to voice some more today. Uh, we'll take a break. It is a Friday. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Welcome back. Friday morning. Softball 3-0 shutout of Texas last night, 37-0. Jordy Ball, another dominant victory in the circle. They'll play again tonight at 6. Baseball gets Lamar tonight at uh, 6.30. Speaking of baseball, Teach, I went down for the pregame interview yesterday with Skip, and we taped our interview. And that afterwards I said, hey, can I record you giving your thoughts on Clayton Kershaw's situation? And he said, yeah, sure. So we had a quick chat about that, uh, and here's what he had to say. Take it out of the perfect game after seven. What do you, right move or wrong move? Um, I mean, he, I mean, he's a veteran. He knows his body. He knows the deal. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what he said to the manager or not. And, uh, uh, um, he knows his what he's do, trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish, and he's not going to go against uh, uh, what they're trying to do or what they're trying to accomplish for an individual thing because he's that. That's what makes Clayton unique, and I've said this to in several media deals to several uh, uh, reporters that ever asked me about Clayton Kershaw and our relationship. Um, what the thing that really really sticks out to me with Clayton Kershaw, him being Clayton Kershaw and who he is and what he represents is uh, uh, his humility and his selfless his selflessness and I think that's what 
he's all for the team and he, everything he does is for the team and that's what makes him unique other than you know a lot of people in, in his regard I'm, I'm not saying though I mean you look at Michael Jordan all those guys they're they're selfless too in their own way but Clayton me just knowing who he is and what he does um, he's going to do it for the whatever's the best for the team he's going to try to do that and he knows that he don't have somebody doesn't have to make that decision for him yeah. you know i mean was it a perfect game absolutely there's only been 23 of them in the big leagues he, he's not concerned with that he's more concerned about the team winning i can guarantee you that what would you do similar situation you got a guy on an on a 80 pitch count and he's right there but he's got a perfect game going into the eighth well a guy that's pitched that man long i'll ask him okay you know i would ask him just like they did yeah. and uh, uh what was his answer I, that's my, my question after you, the game he said that they did the right thing yeah then that's that was the right thing to do because yeah. that's what his mindset was you know that's the best i've seen the slider this this year it looked like like the old slider it used to be which is great to see you know, we talked a lot about that in the off season about uh, uh, his arm catching up, and uh, uh, he, he's getting older. He's logged a lot of innings. His arm's starting to slow down. And I thought it was. I, I watched some of the highlights, and I was like, "Wow!" You know, it was pretty cool. Where, you know, at one time in his life, he threw on one side of the plate, his glove side, and he, you know, it's like though Billy Jack, Billy Jack deal. I'm gonna put my right foot on the right side of your head, and you can't do nothing about it. He threw on the inside part of the plate, and you couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. And to the other day, he was throwing backdoor sliders, uh, back foot sliders. It was pretty. It was pretty cool watching him. You know, I watched all of his punch outs, and it was pretty cool. All right, so I don't know if that was an adamant opinion. Basically, Skip said, uh, if Clayton, you know, if Clayton said that he was good with it, then he was good with it. So, uh, any impact on your opinion, Teach? No, and I get everything he's saying. I get the whole team concept. I get the whole wanting to win a World Series. I get the whole he's a veteran, knows his body, all of that. I can't get past the fact that it's the holy grail of accomplishment for a pitcher. And in my opinion, this wasn't a game in August. This wasn't a game in September to where you really are locked in on those runs and making sure everybody's healthy and rested. And and I get that thought process at that point we were talking at the time april 13th his first start of the year the guy was perfect i understand his history i understand what he was coming back from that he's working his way back you're at 80 pitches though i can make that up and manage you somewhere else down the road for as a team i'm wanting that for you like they all were it's a perfect game as skip said as everybody said 23 of them in the history of the game. It is rare. It is a massive accomplishment to throw a perfect game. For me, I can't I can't I can't put my mind in that pitcher that wants to walk away from that. Injuries or not, World Series picture or not, and April 13th, I've got a shot at a perfect game. I'm only at 80 pitches. Even if that means next time out, I only go 3 innings to kind of make things up and make sure I'm good. For me, Clayton Kershaw is going to end up injured at some point this year anyway. And saving him perhaps those 15 to 20 pitches that maybe he was able to throw a perfect game isn't going to make the difference on whether he's there in October or not. I just don't believe that it is. It's too early in the season. There's too much that can happen and go on. You chase that thing down. Chris said yesterday, he goes, I bet TJ doesn't even know 
who threw the last perfect game? And I didn't, but I, but I texted him and I said, I don't know if it was the last one, but I can tell you this. It may have been Felix Hernandez because I was in Stan's Bar and Grill in the Bronx outside of Yankee Stadium, supposed to go to the Yankees-Rangers game, and Felix Hernandez was throwing a perfect game, and no one left that bar. And we ended up not going into the stadium to the game that night because everyone stayed to watch to see uh, Felix Hernandez complete that perfect game. It's not a no-hitter. It's not a shutout. It's a perfect game. 23 people will go within the next day and a half in Major League Baseball. It, it's something you've got as a team to want for that dude. And I think it Will Smith, I remember who was catching for him that night, whoever it was, said I, we wanted it for him. I understand he had lost some stuff late in that game. He wasn't pitching how he was early in the game, but we wanted it for him. And I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. Bigger picture, I get all that. Uh, it's noble. He's a team guy. Sure, rah, rah. It's a perfect game. It is different than a no-hitter. It's different than anything in baseball. And you go you for it. You hold the perfect game in very, very, very high, high regard. High regard. It, and it should yeah. be. It is an elite accomplishment. And we, if he was at 100, 110 pitches already, I would have been like, ah, yeah, he probably, probably take him at 80 pitches. You give him that opportunity at least in the eighth. To see, does he get through the eighth in a and short amount of time? And this bothered you. You're upset about it. I just think it's a weak decision on both parts, Dave Roberts and Clayton Kershaw. It's a historic moment that very few have achieved. And I got Dave Roberts is the only guy that's pulled a pitcher, and he's done it twice since 1901 yeah. in this circumstance. And the Rich Hill one, I get. He had a blister busted open on his hand. The guy was hurt like... That you can buy into. Like, sure, okay, he's he couldn't go. Like, Clayton Kershaw, he was just tired at that point and was on a pitch count, which pitch counts to me I think are completely overblown at this point in, in baseball. I think guys are baby too much. I think it's what leads to a lot more injuries. I think it's mental with a lot of coaches and players that they start freaking out when they see certain numbers up there. And I think it leads to more mentally with you doing things differently and throwing your arm out than the actual pitch count is. So I do hold it in very high regard and think it was the wrong decision. 78% of our voters agree with you. We put out a poll yesterday on Twitter. Uh, did Dodgers manager Dave Roberts make the right decision taking Clayton Kershaw out with a perfect game after seven? Uh, 78% said no, you should let him chase history. Only 22% said, yes, protect his arm. So you're, I think you're in the majority here, Tej. Are you getting some pushback from, I guess, Chris Plank argued just, with just you? Just Plank, but. just Plank. And uh, really, there was nobody else. Everybody else that I talked to yeah. pretty much agreed with me. But I don't know. I I am, just It's just crazy to me to think that he would want to be out in that scenario. I am. Um, I agree with you selfishly. I would have loved to have seen him go for it. I kind of like the guy. I'm not a Dodgers fan at all, but I've always kind of liked Clayton Kershaw. The way he pitches is different than everybody else, you know. And probably the skip connection is one of the reasons I like him too. I don't know. So I would have liked to see him go for it. I do understand the unique set of circumstances here, though. I'm not saying that I agree with the other side. I just do understand... This isn't your normal guy. That, that's that's absolutely true. Absolutely. 2018 DL left bicep tendonitis. 2018 again DL left bicep tendonitis. 2018 again DL lower back strain. 2020 DL back 
injury. 2020 again, DL back injury. 2021 DL elbow. 2021 again, postseason DL forearm. So he has a long recent history of being on this disabled list and is probably gun shy. Is probably uh probably feeling maybe a little guilty for the giant contract that he has. And he has had to miss so much time with injury. And I, I would imagine that factors in. I also know he's got giant incentives for how many starts he makes this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, extra million-dollar bonuses, I think, beyond 16 starts. Uh, I don't know if that factors in or not, but maybe it does. So I, I get there's a unique set of circumstances with him related to his history and the way his arm feels. You know, he's out there going, I know this is going well, but I can tell I'm starting to get tired. That, you know, we don't know that. We don't, we don't know how he was feeling. That all might have factored into the, hey, this is cool. I wish I could stay in, but... Uh, caution is the better part of valor here. Let's call it a day. And if that's the a case, then I don't blame a guy. I don't, I'm not going to call him names or say he's soft or whatever. If he's trying to do the smart thing for his body and for his team, then I think that's understandable. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, disappointing because it would have been very cool if he could have chased the perfect game and got it. He's a guy that should have a perfect game in his career. That'd be a cool capper to a Hall of Fame career. Absolutely. If he could get a perfect game. But if if what what I hope is Dave Roberts didn't come out and demand the baseball and that Clayton Kershaw had some say in it. And according to Skip, nobody argues with their manager more than Clayton Kershaw that he and Clayton have had some conversations through the years about dude You've got to be less argumentative and be a team player. And Skip was like, if if Kershaw didn't throw a fit and agreed to it, he must not have felt good because he would have definitely argued with him if he wanted to stay in the game. So, you know, I don't know any of those details. I don't have any idea how he felt and what the conversation was and if he's mad about it and all that kind of stuff. But I am I am a I am somewhat understanding of the history the guy has. Probably the the grief that he gets in Dodger land for how much time he's missed for the amount of money he's getting paid and his own guilt for that very same thing. And all of that somehow swirling in his head uh, with, with this, hey, I got something pretty cool going here. Should I try to finish this off? So I don't know. I think it's a complex issue. It's not as it's black and white complex. for me as it seems to be for you. So. Definitely complex. My thing, uh, yeah, I and I get everything you're saying there. I get everything Skip said. Uh, Plank's angle of the championship mindset. I get all that. I, I'm I'm selfish in that point. If I'm Clayton Kershaw, and I don't think his teammates look at him any different way other than let's go get this for him. Mm-hmm. So, six forty nine. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. 
T-Row in the morning show on the ref. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Hunting, fishing, four-wheeling, riding, country music, listening, baseball playing. John Rocker. Uh, watch ah. it, watch it, watch it. That, I know, John Rocker in uh, a high percentage of the majority of baseball players, I would say, uh, fall into some of those categories. The country music, the hunting, the yeah. fishing, and the four-wheeling. <laughs> that, you know, that's a lot of baseball players. You know what uh, has been a little troubling? Not troubling, though, what do I care? I'm hearing a lot of hip-hop at baseball stadiums these days. Used to be all country music all the time. Right. I'm starting to hear a lot of hip-hop. It's been a pretty good mix over the years with walk-up music for OU guys, but there, there has been a lot of country over the years. But there, sure. but but sure, yeah, you get your your mix in there. Um, let's see here. This it, just blew my mind, by the way. Chuck E. Cheese's full name is Charles Entertainment Cheese. I never knew that. I don't know that I ever did either. Chuck I, E. Cheese, Charles Entertainment Cheese. I had no idea he had a full name. I don't know until you said that that I ever wondered what the E stood for. <laughs> I probably should have. Now you know. But I thought it was the E because then it made it sound like Chucky. Charles so Entertainment Cheese. Huh. If I knew that as a kid, like if that was out there, I have forgotten. And well, I did not know that either. How about so, that? How about yeah. that? How about that? Uh, this texter would like to know, did XOE drop off Toby's bad boy mower with a full tank of gas, or will yeah. he be siphoning gas out of the mercury? <laughs> My man filled me up with gas. I'm good to go. Man, that right there is the cost of the mower just about. I know. I know. It's great. Man, I can't even tell you how cool I feel riding around on the bad boy. Now, just a completely different personality. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you feel tough. I'm sure you're looking around like uh, that's right. You want to fight? <laughs> you know, grunting at people oh, as they're in their backyards. Now, is there a part of you though that would look down and see the orange and be like, "What am I doing here?" Or did you just not even notice the color at all? Hmm. There's nothing you can do about it. That's what they come in. So, right. I don't. I don't think it's bothered me yet. Uh, I haven't noticed it. No, the answer is I haven't noticed it. Um, I'm trying to think. My last mower, I think, was yellow. That's crazy. I, I mowed on it for three years, and I'm just now. I'm trying to think. <laughs> trying I think to think it was what yellow. Color it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be caked in grass and dirt at some point ah, that's anyway. True. So. That's true. It won't. It won't be that color much longer. That's, you that's think a good they point. would mind if I spray painted it? Put a big OU on <laughs> the side a big of it. OU on it. They wouldn't mind, right? No, they'd understand. No. Under the circumstances, I think it'd they'd be understand. like the Toby Rowland signature series. They'd be could one of a kind. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, top of the hour break. We got OTD coming up next hour. We got we got to do pet of the week before Victor gets mad at us uh, today. Oh, that's TJ. right. A lot of other stuff coming your way as well. Back after this.